Hey everybody, welcome back to the Teen Lounge with Miss J. Of course, you guys know I am your hostess with the Moses, Miss J, aka Miss Simone Jackson, here to bring you guys another great episode of the Teen Lounge with Miss J. Of course, you guys know we are a celebrity-based podcast show where we have um, various topics of, of discussion with celebrities. And I am super excited to be introducing you guys to my next guest. He is a Broadway actor and one of the first few Broadway actors we actually had on our show. So I'm super excited to be having him and, and he's just such a great ball of energy. Everyone, please welcome Mr. Anthony Wayne. Hi, Anthony. Hey, 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 what's happening? How are you? I'm fabulous. It's really good to be here. I am super excited to have you on the show. <laughs> I'm super excited for you to be here. Oh my goodness. Um, I know my audience is going to love you. So, but I'm going to start firing off the first question at you, Mr. Anthony. I want to know what begot, what began this incredible passion for this acting in Broadway? Well, um, we will start from the beginning. I am from Norfolk, Virginia. I was born in Richmond, but I was raised in Norfolk. And you can probably hear the accent right there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so um, I was always running around and dancing and moving and singing when I was a young boy. And so my mother placed me into a theater, a children's theater group called Center Stage, which was uh, a theater group that a woman named Margie Day Walker started. Um, which she, she used to be a blues singer back in the 60s. And so, um, what she did was she felt like she wanted to, she felt like there was a calling on her life from God to go back to her hometown of Virginia to teach children. Because mm -hmm. she wanted to have like a, a, real, a real life. It was right before she popped off. She was kind of like, uh, like Dinah, Wa Dinah Washington and, and those kinds of acts back in the day. And she was Ooh. about to be a really huge star. But like I said, she felt like it, she wanted to, the calling of her life, so um, which I'm grateful for. Because she came back to Virginia and she started a children's theater group and it was predominantly African-American. So um, my mother was at an event and uh, she saw that there were these young people who were, um, who were performing at this, at this, at this show. And um, they were like, she was like, your child can be part of these, these amazing, this amazing group too. And so she was like, okay, well, why don't I put him in a summer program? So she put me into a summer program, with my brother, Who's, who's not in theater, but he had the chance to get into it. And, um, and she thought it was just something that we could just do for the summer. And so when we, when we ended up doing it, I ended up taking it to it like a fish to water. And my mm -hmm. brother ended up doing other things. So, um, so from there, I just love public speaking. I love tap dancing. I love singing. And I just love acting. And I just love being the center of attention. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I love uh, it though. I love so that, it. So that's how that's how it all kind of started. Uh, and so from there, there were like children's theater groups in Virginia, you know, called the, the Hurrah Players and uh, the Governor School for the Arts and other uh, other events that I was a part of that end up just cultivating um, who I am today. So I'm grateful for all of that. Absolutely. And you, like I said, you definitely have the energy for, for the Broadways. <laughs> so if I definitely saw you in a Broadway show, I'd be like this. My goodness, I can't keep up with him. He has so much energy. Where is he now? Okay, he's dancing oh. over there. Okay, where is he now? Okay, he's sitting in the background. My goodness. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, it's, it's interesting because now I, I, I was able to actually take all of that energy and kind of put it into a bottle and kind of like divvy it out when I need to, you know, mm -hmm. so he finds himself. Uh, being able to control it a lot more um but yes yeah, so, but so so that's that's what i did and so i remember there was a a dance theater it was summer a summer intensive program i was going to do called the governor school for the visual arts and uh, for the arts and humanities at university of richmond 
And uh, I met a woman there, her name was Lorraine Graves. And she was a dancer, a, pr a principal dancer at the Dance Theater of Harlem. And I didn't know what the Dance Theater of Harlem was. I kind of, I didn't even really know what Alvin Ailey was or who, or who he was. And so um, that whole world, I didn't understand, but all I knew is that I wanted to just dance because they didn't have musical theater that summer. So I did that and she kind of changed my life. So that's how dancing became a core part of my life because we would take ballet every day, um, every day, every week, yeah, every day for about, I think it was like two months. Um, so that, that, was really, that was really the base of how dance became a stronghold. Oops. Hello? Yep, nope, you're good. <laughs> yeah, so that's how dance became a stronghold in my life. Oh my gosh, that sounds awesome. That does, and I really hope one day I can actually see you on Broadway, because I think that would be, for one, wonderful, and for two, <laughs> um, just to go on to the number two question, you did you just did Tootsie the Musical. I mm -hmm. have to, yes. I have to, I have to watch the person who did Tootsie the Musical. I need to know <laughs> what was that experience like for you? Doing the show, or, or well, actually, you know what? Doing the show was incredible because it was my first um, original Broadway cast. I had been in four other shows previous to that. My first Broadway show was a show called Anything Goes, which was a revival in 2011 with Joel Gray and Sutton Foster and it was directed by Kathleen Marshall. And so that was the first time I, did, I knew um, anything about the Broadway community here in New York City. I had toured before, I did Color Purple, I did um, a chorus line as Richie. And so I toured in like 2007, 2008. Um, but then uh, coming to New York and actually being on Broadway in my first Broadway show was amazing. And so from there I did Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, um, and then I was able to uh, join the company of um, Once in This Island as well. Oh, and then I also did Pippin as well. Oh. So uh, Pippin the musical. So, I, so I've been able to be a part of some really incredible shows and really incredible things. So that was, yeah, I've been very, very blessed in my career to be um, active and to dance and to sing with some really incredible people. So, but Tootsie, to answer your question, Tootsie was really kind of life-changing as well because the, the company, I really enjoyed the company. We, we always laughed and always had a good time. It, it, the show's closed now, but to be able to tell that story that uh, Santino Fontana was playing uh, Tootsie at the time. I mean, and so he, he's really incredible and really a great leading man. So I've learned how to become a much more of a leading man in that way from him and his the way he carried himself and how he treated people and and how we all kind of came together just to tell an amazing story and mm -hmm. since he was a since he was a movie which i'm sure some people may remember or maybe not but um we were able to make it a big old comedy so we had a great time so i'll never forget that oh that sounds awesome that really does and yeah, I, you can always, as, as an audience member, when you can tell that the, the actors are enjoying themselves on stage even more so, it just makes the, the musical so much more fun to watch because you know they are just absolutely loving and enjoying what they do. So it just makes, yeah, yeah, yeah you, we, just we, makes do, we do it, we do it for the people. Well, we do it for you all. You know, when, when we're out there, we're looking at the audience, we can see everybody. We can see everybody standing up. We can see anybody looking at their phone. We can see everybody. We see everybody, what they're doing. I mean, we may not, 
look like we're looking at you, but we're definitely looking at you. Because we've shown up, go off stage, and we're like, you see that person on the phone? Or did you see that person falling asleep? That person was asleep. So. Oh my gosh, I get it. Yeah. I do. Because I've probably been the same way. Like, did you see that person on the phone? Like, mm -hmm. you're not a musical, man. What is wrong with you? Right, right. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> Well, going on to the number three question, Mr. Anthony, what is some of your favorite um, Broadway shows when you were younger and why? Wow. Um, well, let me see. Some of my favorite Broadway shows were, uh, okay. <laughs> I remember when I was in a kid and I was in Virginia, one of the, one of the VHSs that I had, I think I just dated myself. But one of the VHSs that I had was the, the, the movie of the Wiz with Diana Ross. Yeah. Yes. Listen, I used to be in that living room kicking my leg, singing about Can You Feel a Brand New Day? Yes. I was everybody. <laughs> I was all the characters, okay? I was a tin man. I was a lion. I was Dorothy. I was, I damn near was Toto, okay? But I was a, oh my goodness. And, and to this day, I remember all the, all the words, like all, all the isms and all the stuff. And so, but anyway, I, I love so, it. I, so that's one of the ones I would, I would dance in the living room and just sing my little tussy off. But I, I remember um, another show that I really loved was when I was in high school, I was in the governor's school for the arts and we would always take trips to New York. And when I got to New York, there was one show that we had picked that closed. It was called Nonsense Amen. And this was, I want to say January or February. This was about the spring, almost the spring of 99 or nine, nope, 97, something like that. I just dated myself. Ooh. But anyway, so I remember there was a show called Fosse and I didn't know what it was. Nobody knew what it was. It was just about to come out. And um, so my teachers were like, does anybody want to see this show? And nobody wanted to see it because nobody knew what it was. So it was, uh, so it was me and my good girlfriend, Tiffany Howard and our other, um, teachers our two other teachers was four of us so we got tickets to go see the show we were like center orchestra no i'm sorry center mezzanine and we saw it it was in three acts it was just about to open and it was one of the most incredible shows i had ever seen in my life because to see these dancers just move and and sing and dance the way that i wanted to what was the first time i literally saw something and said wow that's what i want to do for the rest of my mm -hmm. life and that was a life-changing experience. Uh, I remember that. And the, 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 the most exciting part about it, though, is that a good handful of those people are, are, are colleagues of mine now. Like, mm -hmm. they're people, people that I admire that I can actually call on the phone and sit and talk to and, like, really tell them how much I appreciated them and people I've performed with at this point. And um, I'm grateful for that. So that was a show that was amazing, uh, you know, especially having Valerie Pettiford and Desmond Richardson and Jane Lanier and just and Stephanie Pope and those incredible pioneers who were actually danced with Fosse. So, and, and, I, and just a little tidbit of information, a woman named Stephanie Pope who was in that show, she and I did Pippin together. So that was another Fosse show with Chet Walker and Diane Paulus because we we were able to win the Tony Award in um, 2013 for um, that show. So that was that was amazing. I'm really grateful for that. So oh uh, it's just God. everything kind of comes full circle. Yeah. Um, but it's another one, that, another one, another one I like uh, that I that I'm probably I don't know if I'll be a part of, but we'll see. Uh, it's a show called Jersey Boys. That's the third one. Jersey Boys was a show. I love how they pieced all of the Frankie Valley music together. I, I remember 
I was like, I don't even know no Frankie Valley music. I was like, Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. I don't even know who they are and why would I want to go see this? So I had people who I knew who had tickets to the show. They were like, you want to come? I was like, mm, I guess so. So I went and I'm so glad I did because that show was amazing. The way the writing of the book is, it just really blew my mind. I was like, man, this is really dope. So that was a great one too. Oh, wow. First of all, I have to say, I'm so glad I'm not the only one that was dancing to The Wiz, okay? Uh-huh. I was Diana Ross, okay? I oh, was, okay. I was moving down the road. I was. I was. <laughs> oh, you were easing down the road. Come on. I was easing down the road. I was happy doing it all day. I was like, well, if it's good enough for Diana Ross and Michael Jackson, it's good enough for me. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All you needed was, all you needed was a tin man and a lion. <laughs> that is awesome. I really wish I had met you back then because I would have been Diana Ross. You could have been the Tin Man. No, That's no, fine. Whatever. We mm-hmm. could have been easing down the road. Do you hear right. me? Right. <laughs> right. And, and feeling a brand new day. Come exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, going on to the number four question. Um, you have created your own Broadway show, I, I, I do believe. Um, can you tell the kids, uh, audience a little bit about it? Yes, actually, ironically, when I was doing Pippin, uh, actually a little bit before then, um, I had this idea to do a show about, I was watching TV One on, they have this show called Unsung, Mm -hmm. and um, one of the artists that they featured was a gentleman named Sylvester, and I remember seeing his story and watching how his life was from the beginning all the way to the end, uh, where he passed away of HIV and AIDS. And I was like, man, his story is really incredible. His music is incredible. And I remember driving out to Virginia to see my family. And uh, I was on the phone with a friend of mine. I was just singing Sylvester songs, just singing it by this point because I had bought his greatest hits. And I was telling my friend, I said, somebody should do something about this man, like a, a musical or a movie or something. And it was just as if God was like, you know, maybe you should think about doing that. So I didn't even really see myself in that fashion um, because, you know, like I said earlier, when you're, when you're so focused on what it is that you want to do, like, for example, I said, oh, I just want to be on that stage with those people, like we said, Fosse, you don't really think of yourself as the lead unless, unless somebody tells you or unless you, there's something that you see that you see yourself in, like as a specific person. Mm-hmm. So it was very kind of hard, unfortunately, for me to think of myself as carrying a show. Right. And I, and I don't, I don't, I mean, not saying that I didn't want to, I just didn't, I was, I just got so used and complacent to being what everybody else wanted me to be, you know? And, um, and so gratefully I was, I was, I met my, my partner at the time, his name was Kendrell. And I was like, I was like, Hey, you know, this is what I want to do. This is an idea. And I was just like, this is really great. So then I found myself going to the different producers of the Broadway show I was in. And they were like, Oh, um, that's really nice. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, well, thank you. So then he, so then he literally, because he's an entrepreneur himself, he was very much motivated. Uh, he, he motivates himself, which is, which is admirable to me, uh, because he, he does a lot. He was a fashion stylist for Kanye and Mariah and a bunch of people during the, at the time. And he said, you know what, um, why don't we just try to do it ourselves? Have you ever done it yourself? I was like, no. He was like, we should do it ourselves. So when I was doing Pippin and other shows, he was he was literally working, trying to get the word out about this idea that we had about doing the show. So I wrote like this whole sketch of how I wanted it to be like with his music. And he came along and helped make it like basically directed it and added more to it and just made it much better than what I did. 
And it was like we were able to do a Kickstarter and raise money for um, a Broadway show, which is what ended up happening. So um, I was really great. I'm really grateful for him. I'm really grateful for the idea and the experience because we were able to actually now not just tell Sylvester's story, but also tell a story of resilience about us. When, when, you, when you see something that people say that you can't do or don't see it for yourself, you have to really believe in yourself and just know that the goal is achievable. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I'm really grateful for all of that. So that's how that happened. And next thing you know, we, it was opening night off Broadway. We did a Kickstarter, like I said, and raised money and bought the weeks off Broadway and found a lawyer and a, and a, a you know, bought the rights to the songs and got in touch with his family, Sylvester's family. And next thing you know, we were doing a documentary. And one of, one of the other great things about it too, is that we had, um, Kendrell was tweeting one night uh, when I was at doing the show and he ended up getting in touch with Shirley Ralph, who is a diva herself, you know, Dina Jones from, from Dream Girls, the original oh, Dina Jones. Okay. It's also Brandy's mama from, you know, from Moesha. And, um, so he ended up contacting her and she replied back and, and we ended up meeting with her. We took a trip down to Philadelphia um, one day and met up with her and her son. And she, we told her the idea and she said, you know what, I'm an advocate for HIV and AIDS. And I really think that what you guys can do is bigger than what just the show is. Mm-hmm. So the show had, so all of this had layers. So we're actually in development right now. We're right. We're writing the script and, prepping it to go to Broadway so that's the plan and it's been some years now but we just wanted to make sure that it's right because we did that in 2014 and we don't just want to put some up on Broadway that's just some foolishness just because to say we got there so um I'm excited I'm I'm really grateful for the support from people and really happy that we're able to still develop and make it happen absolutely and definitely make sure you keep me posted because I want to know more up to up to date about the show and I definitely want my share my audience get up to date about the show as well because it sounds like a definite definite show to see so I yeah, yeah. It's, awesome. called, it's called Mighty Real the Fabulous Sylvester Musical and it's based on the life of the 1970s disco singer Sylvester and the Weather Girls who sing it's raining man hallelujah you know ah, so they do it. all of that love it love it love it <laughs> It's a good time. Oh gosh, I cannot wait. I'm 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 sold. I love that song. That's one of my favorite songs in the world. So I am super sold. Uh go. Yeah. Going on on the next question there. Uh I want to make sure my audience, Anthony, keeps up with you and your up and your work and keeps up to date. Where are you on social media? Oh, well, you can find me at Mr. A Wayne. That's M-R-A-W-A-Y-N-E. Mr. A. Wayne, or you can go to my website, which is awayne.com, A-W-A-Y-N-E.com. Or you could also go to the, sh- to the company. Me and, me and my partner, we have a, co- a company, producing partner. It's called Anthony Ken. So Anthony is me, Ken is him, anthonyken.com. And you can go to, you can add us at Anthony Ken LLC on social media, uh, Instagram, all of that. So we're all there. I mean, I'm just really excited to be able to bring forth. We, we have other shows as well. Um, we have a show called A Soulful Christmas, which is a 1970s disco holiday soul train inspired musical that we've done for the third year. This year will be the fourth year come this December that we've done it here in New York City off Broadway. And we're also planning on taking it around the country to different places. So we're working on that. 
and what else? Oh, uh, we have a show called Kings and Queens of Soul, which is a, a, a tribute to the pioneers of soul music, like Aretha Franklin, Whitney Houston, Stevie Ooh. Wonder, Luther Vandross. It's a good time. And so it's actually yes. online now. So if you go to, if you go to anthonyken.com, you'll actually be able to see, uh, see Kings and Queens of Soul because we just live streamed it for free. And you'll be able to go see it. Uh, it's on Facebook Live. We're excited about that. And we also have another show. It's one of Kendrell's favorites. It's, one, it's called, it's called uh, An Evening with Phyllis Hyman, which is based on the life of the soul singer Phyllis Hyman. It tells you her life story and, and how, she, um, you know, how she came to, it's from her perspective about how she came to, to, into the music business and uh, her issues and her trials and tribulations. All the things that we do as a company are for a purpose. Mighty Real is about uh, recognizing HIV and AIDS awareness. Phyllis Hyman is about recognizing mental health and depression because mm-hmm. she died for, and also bringing up ideas about suicide because um, Phyllis Hyman passed away of that. Um, and Kings and Queens of Soul is really just a good time about you know people just getting out and just living their best lives and being able to reminisce on a time where they didn't have to worry about a whole lot of things. They just come in and have a good time. And uh, Soulful Christmas is kind of similar, but it also has a very spiritual basis, you know, uh, which is still a good time. But everybody's able to get up and actually dance on the floor and dance uh, like on the aisles and dance on the stage. And we just really bring a lot of greatness to you. So um, we're excited about all of that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I, and I hope my audience keeps up to date with it. Sounds like a lot of exciting, huge projects coming up. And I definitely cannot wait to see more and more developments of them. Uh, yeah. It just sounds. Yes, please do. Please do. Yes, we have, we have of some, course. There's, there's some incredible women, a, a woman named Jacqueline B. Arnold. She's in Moulin Rouge on Broadway right now. She plays Phyllis Hyman, but she also plays uh, Martha Wash in, in Mighty Real. Um, Anastasia McCluskey, she's incredible. She's doing a, a lot of shows on Broadway, she just finished Waitress and about to do another show called Carolina Change. She plays Azura Rose. And we just have some really, really special people who have really come on, come with us all these years. Matter of fact, one of the women from, um, she just played Jackie Chisholm, Jackie Clark Chisholm in uh, the Clark Sisters movie that just happened the other night. Uh, yeah, she, she's in Kings and Queens of Soul. Her name is Angela Burchett. She's fantastic. And she sings Sweet Love by Anita Baker, and she sings that song. So, Ooh. you know, we're able to really just be connected with some really, really incredible and talented people who are, you know, out of this world. Absolutely. Uh, I, 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 I am definitely going to make sure I and my audience keep up to date with that. Definitely, hands down, sounds like amazing projects that we just cannot, we cannot miss. So super excited for it. Yes, super excited for it. All right, Ms. Jansen, coming up to the last few questions for you. Uh, What goals do you hope to reach in your Broadway career? Wow. Well, you know, I really do. And I think Mighty Real might be this, of course. But I think there's some shows I would love to be a lead in. um, But I would love to do a lot more TV and film. That would be great. Um, I just plan on writing some more things. and, And, you know, I realized... When you're the actor, you find yourself thinking about yourself a lot. You find yourself trying to work on your craft and your dancing and your singing and your acting. And I've really just grown over the years to understand that when we do these shows, we don't just do these shows to, to, for the audience to enjoy it. We do it for, for people of color and people like myself to have the opportunity who won't have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful to be able to 
write and create things with Kendrell or him. And he's writing other things as well. And for us to be able to collaborate and to, to bring to light people's uh, talent that they don't know that they have, you know, that's more of what I would like to do uh, goal-wise. I really enjoy seeing other people shine um, because I really, I'm at the point where it's like, if, if they shine, I know I'm going to shine. And I'm not, but I'm oh, not really focused. I'm not, I'm not really focused on me shining. Uh, even though I do have to do some self-care, of course, but I'm of definitely course. all about making sure that other people are celebrated. And that's, that's what, that's what really makes me happy a lot. I love that. I do. And I think that's amazing. I really, yeah. I love that, that you have that attitude. When other people shine, I shine. That is a listen, perfect listen, it's attitude funny. It's, it's, it's interesting. Kendrell was, uh, we were, I watched The View a lot. And I remember Kendrell was saying, you know, uh, I want to do something. I want to do some kind of TV show. Why don't they have one for men? So, <laughs> so he had this idea to do a show called The Happy Hour, which is what we have out now. And we're actually in the second season of the TV show. It's basically five men um, who happen to be gay, who are speaking about a lot about politics, religion, uh, race, and relationships and all these different topics because a lot of times you know we get stereotyped as as gay men right. of just talking about falling out and this and this fashion and bam like all of that it's like okay we're much more than that we're much yes. bigger than that Absolutely. and so i'm so, so i'm i'm executive producer with Kendrell on this project it's called the happy hour talk show so you can go to the happy hour talk show.com and you'll be able to see the first season. And I think it's maybe like six episodes, six, seven episodes, six episodes. And then uh, we just started the second season. So we have one episode released of that. So we're going to release the second episode very soon. It's, it's an amazing show. It's some great people. We have five incredible men who are just talking and uh, laughing. It's a good time. It sounds like it. And it's great that, that there's a show like that and that, you know, you're breaking down the stereotypes because, you know, as you say, you know, gay men do, do, do get stereotyped and there's, you guys have, there's, there's so many layers and complexity, complexity to it. So it's, it's nice that you guys are finally getting a show that shows it. Like you guys are talking about what's real, what, what, what's, what's, what's affects you guys, what, what you guys think about it, everything. So mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a show that's about damn time to have. Yeah, tell me about it. So I'm just excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, tell me about it. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited to be a part. I'm excited to be co-producing uh, co it and just happy to see. I'm looking forward to seeing how much further it's going to go. Mm -hmm. And how many, you know, we're just going to keep making topics and keep making shows. Absolutely. It'll be great if, you know, if you guys become mainstream like The View one day and just become, you know, groundbreaking. Yeah, and we, we're producing it all ourselves. I think that's another thing about it. We literally like shoot it and watch it and and edit it and create it ourselves and find the space. We have an incredible space that we use here uh, with a woman. Her name is Melba, Melba um, Wilson. She has her, uh, a restaurant called Melba's Restaurant. And it's, it's, it's that, that food is everything. So if, if anybody ever comes to New York, go to Melba's. Because Melba's <laughs> is the soul food that you want. There's Sylvia's and there's other things. Okay, yes, but Melba's, that's the one. <laughs> he said, yes, Melba. Uh -huh. I will keep that in mind. Keep that yeah. in mind because I love me some soul food. I'm just saying. I, I, I won't turn it down. Not, 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 right. not today, not ever. So. <laughs> right. And, and, one of, and one of the good things is that we also have another a sponsor with us, Lambda Vodka. They're the ones who've been, Lambda Vodka and Melba's, they're the sponsors for us. So we're able to really promote them and just speak about them because Lambda Vodka is two gentlemen who are 
black owned and they they basically like do their own uh uh, work in building their own brand. So Lambda Vodka, if you go online, you can find it, Lambda Vodka, and L-A-M-B-D-A, Vodka. And uh, they have their own lounge now. So they're really doing incredible things here in New York City. Ah, that is amazing. That is amazing. Well, I am a full, full-on supporter of the show, and I really hope you guys continue on. And I really hope that, you know, again, you guys become mainstream, because that would be Awesome. I would love that. Thank I would definitely tune in for that because I'd be yeah. like, it's about time and there's no excuse mm -hmm. why you guys shouldn't be mainstream. Right. And Thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Mr. Anthony, coming up to the last question for you. Mm -hmm. um, you contribute your time to inspiring youth, helping them to find the great within themselves. What inspires you to do that? Hmm. Well, you know, when I was young, I didn't have anybody do that for me. Mm -hmm. I had I had the icons that I could see and people that I couldn't touch. You know, those that I could aspire to be like. They, uh, like Bimberine or Greg Burge or just people who I really would see. Um, mm -hmm. They're the ones that helped me see the goal. But I didn't have anyone to really help me, uh, guide me on the journey. And so a lot of a lot of that I kind of had to figure out on my own. And so I'm still, I'm still. Um, I'm still like a loner mm -hmm. because I, you know, because I can be, but because I really enjoy, um, I really enjoy doing master classes, and I find myself like now stepping outside of myself and being able to be that person and being very accessible to people, so I can t show them how to um, show them from my experiences how to live their life, you know, if they whatever whatever path they choose. I found myself going down home to Virginia all the time, and I just came back not too long ago. And you know, seeing those kids who have dreams like I did—I mean, I tell them all the time, "I was you," you know, "I am you," and I just try to encourage and inspire them to never stop learning. So I just want to share all that I can with them, so that they can have the tools to fly. You know, social uh, media has really yes. changed things. It's really changed things here because everybody's so accessible now. Like I was watching uh, P Diddy on, uh, I was watching Diddy on live the other night and, and, and just like Sierra and just different people who like beyond, you, the people, we could just click a button and we could just know what they're doing. Like now we, we weren't able to do that a long time ago. So now um, to have that access, it's like, I want to just really be able to share what my journey and my life with people and show them that I'm a real person, you know? And I'm just Anthony Wayne Green is my real last name. Anthony Wayne Green from like, Norfolk, Virginia. Because at the end of the day, if I if I can inspire one person, I know that I've done my job, and uh, and I just want to, I would just want them to also carry on the legacy that was given to me. So that's kind of more where I where my mindset is, and um, and the more that we do that, even when I speak to my nephews or uh, when even when when we're working and can just speak it to his niece, it's like we just try to really live the life we want to inspire young people. Mm -hmm. and indiv ind individually as well as together as well as as well as other groups that i know of that are trying to do bigger things it's like everything that i'm part of any person that i'm around i really want to stay encouraged driven and inspired because you know you are the company you keep yes and um i totally agree. And it's, yeah so it's all about going forward and up so to me it's like if you're if you're not going forward and up that's fine but we both going forward but if i'm going up then we just go in two different directions but, mm -hmm. you know, I wish you well, and I'll see you at the top. <laughs> One way or another, so, yeah. 
Right, right. Yeah, it, it is, exactly. It is, it, well, it is a lonely road. It is a lonely road, but you have to stay driven and inspired and encouraged to be able to do what it is that that focus and that goal that you want to have, just keep going forward. It's not easy, but just know the, the fruits of the labor will be rewarded totally. You know, you just saying that, that, that totally, totally resonates with me because, you know, I've been going through this process with the podcast that I started, you know, with this podcast, you know, there's there been mm-hmm. times where I just wanted to give up or I just did not. I mean, there was a time I was, I did give up. I shut this down for a while, but mm-hmm. I was like, you know, but this is really what I'm passionate about. I said, do I really want to just walk away from this when I feel like I could be so close to the breakthrough that I've been, you know, wanting? So, you know. Mm-hmm. Hearing you say that, that's that's definitely motivation for me. Yeah, and, and keeping people around you who who want to see you win, just as much as you want to see them win. You know, They're keeping people who will who will keep you driven, and just as much as you keep yourself driven. You know, it reminds me of of <laughs> reminds me of the Wiz. It's like <laughs> at the end, you know, if you think about it, and this makes me cry. It does make me cry, and I'm I'm a, I'm an emotional person, but uh, me but too. It's if, okay. If, if you really think about what, what Glenda says at the end of the movie, she says, <laughs> she says, uh, believe in yourself. You know, just believe in yourself. Believe in yourself and, and as I believe in you. That's what she was saying to her, but it's more about just believing in yourself. You know, and, and if we're always home anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, if we know if we know ourselves, we're always home anywhere. So home and finding that strength is really inside of you, and it's always there. I was watching Onward, the movie. Um, Onward? No, no, no. Frozen Two. I was watching Frozen Two, and um, there's a part in it where this. Not to spoil it for everybody. If everybody ain't seen it, then you need to go watch it. Um, there's a part where the the girl. She's looking for this voice. She's looking for this voice, looking for this voice, looking for this voice. And this, the point of it is that she gets to find it because it's within herself. Right. And it's just, it's just all about that. Just continuing to know that what you have is right in front of you. Kind of like that Sylvester song, like, you, you, uh, you are my friend. It goes, you are my friend. I never knew until then. You know? And then he says, right. I'm... I've been looking around and you are here all the time. Like you are here all the time. Like I've been looking around and it's always right here with you. So if you just keep holding on to that and just knowing that is there's no way anybody can stop you. Absolutely. First of all, I have to say wonderful pipes on you. Clap, clap, clap on that. <laughs> Loved it. That was smooth. Oh. I like how you just threw that smooth voice in there. I was like, oh, okay. He oh, Lord. Okay. I see. I see. Nice, nice. Love it. <laughs> all right. That's funny. I'm, in, my, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I didn't even sing in the right key. But no, that is <laughs> But no, I totally get what you mean. And, and, and you're absolutely right about it. And, 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 you know, just I gotta believe myself and just keep going. So you better keep on going. Then, you know what? Ain't nobody gonna, nobody else is gonna do it for you, and and you can't be nobody else, okay? Because there's nobody else gonna be you. Everybody else is taken, okay? Yep. Absolutely, <laughs> everybody else is taken. Taken. Uh, oh my goodness. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. So you better go out there and be the best you that you can be, all of it, okay? And let and make them eat it. I love it. Mm. Yes. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I feel regenerated. I feel, ooh, yeah, I feel I can conquer the world now. Anyways. Oh, yeah. You better go ahead. <laughs> I do. I feel like, ooh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I uh, ooh, uh, sensation. Conquer. <laughs> oh, Mr. Anthony, you have been such an absolute joy to have. I feel... Oh, I feel like I, I feel like I've known you forever because of the conversations and and and, and you, we both love the same freaking. I'm so glad about the Wiz thing. I am so am because like okay. I, I tell my other friends about it and they're like, well, I've never seen the Wiz. Like, well, what the hell is wrong with you? Why haven't you seen the Wiz? Right. It's like, right. There's no excuse. <laughs> you have not seen the Wiz. So, right. Super happy. That just makes me so happy. Right. Well, I know. I, well, I'm glad that you feel mighty real. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, oh, and of course, I hope I encourage my audience. Please make sure you guys follow Mr. Anthony Waynes on all social media. Keep up with the many, many projects he's going to be bringing forward to. Soon. Yes, come on through. Come on through. Go, go, yes. to, go, to, go to Mr. A. Wayne on, on Instagram and Facebook. Go to anthonyken.com. Go to awayne.com. Go to all of it. And it's all right there if you want to look me up. Um, and just continue to support us and the things that we're doing. We're really grateful to be able to inspire these young people to be greater. Please continue following Miss J. She's fabulous. Thank and you. everything that she's doing and just continue to follow her and donate to anything that she has because, you know, it's all about support at the end of the day, too. Because, you know, we, we got likes to keep on. Okay? Yeah, ooh, keep things, yes. Ooh, keep things yes, moving forward. It. Okay? It. So go, <laughs> okay, go on and do. drop something in the bucket. Go and drop something in the bucket. That's all good. Okay. You know, every, every <laughs> little bit counts. <laughs> yeah, but let's be honest. I got life to keep on. Totally true. Come on. Never heard of truth in my life. Oh my goodness, that's so true. Okay. Ah. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, everyone. Make sure you follow both of us and make sure you keep up with Mr. Anthony's work. Cannot wait to see the many, many, many Broadway projects he's going to be bringing forward. Make sure you. Thank you so much. Of course. And make sure you support his show. I would love for his show to become mainstream. It is about time that we see more representation and on the mainstream area and 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 more voices so i i would love to one day see you know your show right next to the view so that would oh be awesome. thank you yeah the happy yes. hour talk show that go go on get it go on come on in come on in and watch check it out happy yes. hour talk show and my, mighty real the fabulous Sylvester musical thank you all so much for listening and thank you so much Miss Jay, for the opportunity and i will see you all at the top absolutely we will see you everyone at the top of course you guys know this has been the tea lounge with miss j i have been your hostess with the mostest miss j aka miss simone jackson and i'll be back with another great episode soon but until then like anthony wayne said we will mm -hmm. see you at the top Ooh. bye bye for now y'all holla